Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. So two things that we love. One, produce like fruits. Mm -hmm. You love frozen fruits. I did not know that until recently. Oh, yeah. Frozen grapes. The best. Yeah. The second thing we love is making up words. Mm -hmm. So Christina was cutting up some fruit, some produce, uh, ready to put in the freezer to save for another day. Yeah. I don't even think she meant to, but what she said was, I'm just cutting up some produce. (laughs) Frozen produce. It was so fun. It was perfect. I was like, this is the best word I've ever made up. The kids looked at us funny, but we thought it was great. (laughs) Would you like some produce? (laughs) Well, now that you know all of that quirky information about us, we would love to jump into our podcast. And this is where we ask each other three questions and you get to eavesdrop in on a marriage check-in that we like to do each week. And so we'll ask each other, what's something that brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? And we encourage you to ask these questions in your marriage as well. Right. And we have a marriage check-in PDF that you can download that's in our show notes. So kick us off. What is something that brought you joy this week? Mm, Easy one. So Christina and I were going for a walk. We love to do that in the afternoons, especially now that the weather is so much nicer. Oh, yeah. So we were going for a walk. And on the next street over, there was this older gentleman who was out at the end of his driveway. Older, probably like 90s. 80s. I mean, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. All right. But he looked at us and he looked at me and he said, how you doing, kiddo? (laughs) Kiddo. I haven't been called kiddo and I felt really good about myself. <laughs> kiddo. I like this guy. So That was funny. I'm glad that <laughs> I was there to experience that with you. <laughs> I have a witness. Yep. Somebody it's thought true. I was a kid. It was great. It was great. All right. So what's something that's brought you joy? Oh, we were able to go and um, celebrate a wedding this past week, which was amazing because our state has limitations on the number of people who can be at a gathering right now. And so we weren't actually able to go into the wedding ceremony. We couldn't go in the church. Right. But we knew that they would be coming out eventually, right? (laughs) So we actually kind of crashed the wedding. We didn't tell them that we were going to be there. But our whole small group was able to line up the parking lot. And just as they came out, we were able to honk our horns and ring some bells and blow some bubbles and just congratulate them as they walked by. And that was a joy. I, I just, I love our small group. I love being intentional with people. I love surprises. I love the excitement that was around that. Yeah. And they were so surprised. They didn't expect us. Uh, First of all, the look of joy on their faces because one, they just got married. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And two, that people would come and support them even though there were limitations and they didn't expect anybody to come. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. So listen, I know that there's so many crazy limitations going on it's hard but to find creative ways to surprise people man go out of your way just a little bit it's fun oh yeah and we were still within all of the guidelines and being safe and all those things so it was a safe surprise. A <laughs> safe surprise. It was I the love safest it. wedding crashing I've ever done. And it was uh, the next town over. Gas has never been cheaper. So oh, yeah. getting there, not a problem. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So. What's something that's been hard for you this week? Something that's been hard. Okay, so we were doing a little bit of uh, 
house project touch-ups sort of we were touching up mm. some paint and we yeah. put some paint up a almost full gallon of paint up on the shelf in the laundry room yeah this is my bad no it's our bed uh, i was there too and we tried to put it up on the shelf without using a step stool it's like ah, i think we, i got it yeah we were being kind of lazy we didn't get it <laughs> because when we were having dinner we heard a noise in the basement we're like what was that i don't know went downstairs afterwards and I had discovered that that was the paint can that had fallen to the floor and had opened and splattered mm. all over the entire laundry room, which mm-hmm. meant uh, late night cleaning up. Oh, that was a mess. <laughs> it was, was a mess. Ugh. So then... Don't was... take the lazy way out. Use the stepladder. <laughs> so that was hard. You oh, know, yeah. that, was, that was a hard thing this week. And then our... Uh, bedroom closet has this shelf above the closet rod. It's got this shelf, and that's where we keep all of our homeschool books and everything. So there's a lot of weight on that shelf. Mm-hmm. Well, the shelf came down too. So that meant a project, a run to Menards to get some supplies and put up a new closet system. The books are safe for anyone who's concerned. <laughs> They're all intact. Everybody, you know, the kids are really concerned about the well-being of the books. So I'm thinking, okay, so... It's fine. I mean, we clean up the paint. We put up the new closet thing. But the way that things have historically gone in our marriage when it comes to house projects is things break in threes. They always, appliances, whatever. If something goes down, three things go down. We've seen two this week. What is next? And I'm anxious. Is it just us? (laughs) Like, I don't know. The repair portion of our budget it's just like astronomically large i feel like but i don't know it can't just be us no right no i don't know <laughs> how do you factor I mean, that into paint, a monthly that was, budget that was our fault for sure but, <laughs> and maybe the books too don't load the books <laughs> on the top shelf <laughs> yeah uh, all right something that's been hard for you this week oh my friend is moving away yeah yeah so I got a call from one of my best friends today, and uh, she's moving away. <laughs> Out of state. Out of state. And that's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this woman. She has been such a mentor to me in so many ways. She has taught me how to take a hard story and share it and use it to comfort other people in their own pain. And she has showed me just like how to build relationships and and build friendships. And she's just been a delight to be around. And I'm going to miss her terribly. And Mm -hmm. I told her that. And I said, I'm sad. I'm going to miss you. I want you to know that. But... That's not what you're going to hear from me anymore. I've said it. And now I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader Mm. because this is going to be hard. But I think you're doing the right thing. So I am going to be there to cheer you on as you do it because she's taking this step submitting herself under her husband's leadership Mm -hmm. as he leads their family in the way that he thinks that God has planned for them. And so it's, it's a step of faith for them. It's a step of following her husband's leadership in a really good and really 
bold way. And that's a great thing. I mean, again, she's being this wonderful example to me again. And so I was like, okay, I, I just need to cheer you on in this and say, what you're doing is right and it's going to be good. And I'm excited to see how the Lord uses it. Um, but I did need to first just say that piece of, I am sad. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy for you and I'm really excited and there's going to be great things coming from this. Yeah. It's not a goodbye forever. You'll stay connected. Right. Yeah. We just won't get to sit by them at all of our kids' basketball games anymore. I know. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about the legacy that she's going to just have left behind and what, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to step in and fill that, that place and that I that it's going to be a gap because she's so good at drawing people out and yeah. just making people uh, feel loved and welcome and, and included. She's so good at that. And so I think that's a call to everyone else who's still around here. Like we got to fill these shoes. I mean, somebody's got to be the welcoming committee and the um <laughs> the, the uh, crazy fan in the stands you know and, and she was all those things and and will be in her new place and she will bless so many people so um yeah looking forward to see how she moves into her new domain and area where she's going to be living and then also how we the people who are still here step up and I'm just kind of carry on the things that she's taught us and that we've learned from her. Mm-hmm. She's been a great example. In the meantime, hanging up flyers wanted. New best friend. New best friend. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Come sit by me at basketball. Yeah. So tell me. Yep. What's been something that's on the forefront of your mind this week? Hmm. Read speed. Hmm. Read speed. You know, I was... Uh... <laughs> We're making up all kinds of words. Oh, this, <laughs> I was challenged by a friend on Facebook who, you know, he posted a picture of a book that has been on my wish list. Like, I want to read this book. He said, love to read this with some friends. And in two weeks, we can talk about it. I'm thinking two weeks. Hmm. I could never. I'm not a fast reader. And this is a thick book. You know why hmm. it's a thick book? That's a long story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a so, fast reader but you're fast with the puns thank you right? i appreciate that uh, but i'm not a fast reader mm-hmm. when i'm reading with my kids i mean when you're reading out loud there's only one speed you can take right because you're reading out loud mm-hmm. when i read by myself i think i read at that same pace but i think you read you read so well at least when you read out loud you use so much expression and even years later you remember what you read so you read well you might not read quickly yeah i'm not a bad reader i'm not a slow reader i'm just a slow i'm just slow at reading you know i hear the voices in my head Mm -hmm. you know and you use them when you're speaking out loud so i would imagine that they're playing out in your mind as you're reading to yourself yeah yeah yeah. so i i know i guess what I'm trying to do this week is to not feel that my speed and pace of reading is insignificant or mm. bad. So trying to be okay with my pace of reading, but more than that, to actually step back and actually enjoy the pace 
that I read books. I know it's slow. It takes me a long time to get through a book, but I really do enjoy it. I'm fine with it. I'm learning to be fine with it. That's that's what's been on the forefront of my mind. Well, yeah, because you're you want to enjoy the process. Yeah. Of what you're reading. Mm-hmm. If you're always just in a hurry, you're not enjoying it. You're oh, not no. savoring the story or the information or whatever you're taking in. So Yeah. I've been in that situation, you know, the books are due to re- be returned. Oh, yeah. And I'm just speeding right through it. And that's not enjoyable. Right. So uh-huh. savor it and yeah. delight in it and take in all the, the goodness Yeah. that this book has to offer. You know, somebody took... How long did they take to write it? You know, you think about like the work that they went through and the editing process. Like, take your time, (laughs) savor that book. I mean, for the sake of the author. (laughs) And here's the silly part, too, is when I get near the end of a book that I'm really, like, really enjoying, I don't want this book to end. So maybe I do read a little slower at the end because I don't want it to end. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'm not the only one. I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I might be the only one. Okay. All right. Shifting gears here. What's something that's been in the forefront of your mind? Oh, man. They're so so good. Yeah. Well, it's It's like a friend. I don't want to return my friend to the library. (laughs) We are very different. We are very different. Well, that's funny. Like, I've been thinking about a book that I've been reading. But when I say reading... And this is pretty much any time I say I read a book, I didn't actually read it. I listened to it. You're big into the audiobooks. Oh, man. Audiobooks are my thing. Mm-hmm. You love the audiobooks. <laughs> I do. Because you can't sit still and listen and, and read. you you got to be doing something. Laundry or right. you, know, you or, listen to these things in the bathtub. Right. I love a long soak in the tub. Yeah. Or even I'll listen to them while I'm cutting my produce. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back. Right. The produce. So this great book by J.I. Packer, he's talking about just the incomprehensibleness of God. And he just keeps blowing my mind throughout this book of my own understanding and kind of like how I have misunderstood even God and who God is and just how important it is to have right thinking about God. And one of the right ways of thinking about God is just in recognizing that I can't even imagine him. Like I can't even comprehend his greatness unless it's in a way that he has revealed it to me. Like, Mm. I'm only able to understand God to the extent that God has spoken to me through his word. And so that's just been a beautiful call for my own self to read more scripture. Just, I want to know God and I want to know him in a correct way. You know, Isaiah talks about like, like his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. And, and then Paul in Romans starts talking about how like nobody can know the mind of God. Mm. And that's true. We can't know him fully, but we can know what he's revealed about himself to us, what he wants us to know about him and, and, and be in this posture of that's enough. Yeah. Like, I don't, I cannot and should not and do not need to know everything. And I know that because God has not revealed everything to me. 
Hmm. So, I mean, he's so far above us that there's so much about God we'll never know until we're able to see him face to face, right? Mm -hmm. Even then, we'll be learning more about him every day. We will just, our minds will get blown. But there are a lot of things that we can know about him. And like you said, it's found in his word. Mm -hmm. So you want to get to know who God actually is. You get to know his word. Right. And what he's revealed to us is what he wants us to know about him. Exactly. Because this book that you are reading is actually called Knowing, Knowing God. God. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I want. Like I want to know him better and I want to be a good encourager of mm. other people to know him better. Yeah. And I and and I want to be praying right things that I know that he has promised for us in his word and so yeah that's what i've been thinking about is who is god and what do i know about him because he's revealed it and what don't i know about him and there's a lot that i don't know but i can't just make stuff up right because that's not my place oh man no way well lots to chew on and uh <laughs> We started with produce. Produce, and we end with some deep theology, which is great. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for spending some time with us. This is Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon.